villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. Hello, friends. You're back where it's at. And this is Tanisha Baker spinning the beginning of the winning talk show designed with you in mind. You're inside talking with T where we hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more as we bring you trending news, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. Today is March 14th. And if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, basketball great Stephen Carey, scientist Albert Einstein, legendary music mogul Quincy Jones, and actress Elise Neal. On this day in history in 1917, the first training camp for colored officers was established by the U.S. Army in Des Moines, Iowa. And in 1794, Eli Whitney patented the cotton gin which resulted in an increased demand for slave labor. Today is recognized as National Potato Chip Day. And by the date being 314, it's National Pie, that's P.I. Day. Today is also recognized as National Napping Day, which occurs each year after Daylight Savings Day. As we move forward with our theme of Motivated in March, Remember to follow Talking With T on Facebook and Twitter for daily motivational quotes. Motivation is when your dreams wake up and go to work. To get us motivated today, I want to play a song by a hot new artist, Carlton Star Relaford, titled, appropriately, Motivation. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're inside Talking With T, and this is Motivation by Carlton Star Relaford. Justified. Through his blood we've been given life And when we die we'll be seated with the most high That's right. 
Anointing, I need a double portion. Safe inside of his will when the storm is coming. We ain't tripping, but the world bugging. Living right in God's sight, that's a touchy subject. Motivation. You can say what you wanna say. Say what you wanna say. You can hate if you wanna hate. But if you hating, you my motivation. My motivation. If you hating, you my motivation. Give me limits, I may lemonade. I'm showing love when you give me hate. Uh, they talking fear, but I'm living faith. Born again every day, that's a clean slate. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can hate me if you wanna. Cause hating only, only made me stronger. And I ain't looking for no drama, but when it comes, I won't run. I'm suited up and on me. Trusting in the word of God. I'm turned up, ain't no turning off. And I put that on everything. You wanna hate, you can hate while I do my thing. You can say what you wanna say. Say what you wanna say. You can hate if you wanna hate. Hate if you wanna hate. If you hate and you my motivation. My motivation. If you hate and you my motivation. You can do what you wanna do. Do what you wanna do. But what you do will come back to you. Come back around. So if you hate and you my motivation. If you hate and you my motivation. You can say what you wanna say. You can hate if you wanna hate. You wanna hate. But if you hate and you my motivation. If you hate it, you're my motivation. You're inside talking with T. Well, now it's time for today's quick bit. A man was killed by the North City police officer while fleeing a DUI stop. And research shows that the risk for a heart attack or stroke goes up in the first two days after daylight saving. A Florida special needs student is left on the bus and hits heights 30 miles home, not once, but twice. The federal government is giving more than $800,000 to three Tennessee health centers to help fight the increasing opiate epidemic. Joe's Crap Shack caused quite a disturbance after using a photo of a lynching as part of its table decor. Gospel singer James Fortune has pleaded guilty to assaulting his wife, and the hunt is on for two men that opened fire at a backyard barbecue and killed six people in Pittsburgh. An Oklahoma missionary was sentenced to 40 years in prison after being found guilty of raping Kenyan orphans while volunteering at a children's home. The Girl Scouts want to know where their money is after selling a reportedly $65,000 in cookies at the Oscars last month and they haven't received a dime. So, let's hit trending news by talking yet again about Republican frontrunner Donald Trump. Last week, we shared some stories about violence erupting at Trump rallies, and this continues to trend in the news as not only does violence at Trump rallies seem to be a norm, but Trump has often encouraged these outbursts by saying things like, if you see somebody getting ready to throw a tomato, knock the crap out of them, and just knock the hell out of them, I promise you, I will pay for the legal fees. He also said, and I quote, I'd like to punch him in the face referring to a protester. In November, Trump responded to an incident in which a protester was assaulted at a rally by saying maybe he should have been roughed up. So as many Americans are disturbed by the occurrences at Trump rallies, I personally started feeling that Trump should be held accountable. With the number of assaults that occur, Trump rallies are dangerously close to riots. So I looked up the law, and I found out the following. First of all, Under federal law, a riot is a public disturbance involving an act of violence by one or more persons assembled in a group of at least three people. Inciting a riot, 
applies to a person who organizes, encourages, or participates in a riot. It includes, but is not limited to, urging or instigating other persons to riot. This description sounds very familiar to me. Now, I'm not the only one that has brought up the question of Trump's responsibility, and some argue that Trump is protected by the First Amendment of freedom of speech. However, it's a fine line. You know, it's like you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. So last week, the planned Trump rally in Chicago was canceled due to security concerns after Trump supporters and protesters started to clash. Yet in spite of his crude comments, racial slurs, bigotry, and childish behavior, he is still the front runner. And I think that says a lot about the state of our country. Even Ben Carson has jumped on the Trump bandwagon, go figure. But most recently, after his rally was canceled in Chicago, he asked that protesters be arrested. And Donald Trump even had the audacity to blame Bernie Sanders supporters for violence at his rally. So what say ye, Pam and Jay, about the Republican frontrunner, Mr. Donald Trump? Okay, so here's my thing. Donald Trump's foolishness increases with every passing day. And like you said, it seems that every time there is a rally, there's some sort of incident, some sort of act of violence that transpires. And I do believe that he is indeed guilty for um, allowing these incidents to occur, and he should be held accountable. And, you know, they set a bad precedent for the possibility of him even becoming president because if, you know, we've got these violent incidents happening at rallies and he hasn't even won the election yet, to which I'm praying to God that it does not happen, uh, by some fluke, if he wins, that sets an, a horrible tone for the rest of the country where different opinions, different values, different voices are not respected. And as pre- as president, you know, that does not look good for him. That's true. And if you're going to go to a Trump rally, don't shut it down like Chicago did. Don't go to uh, just uh, parlay around with your posters and stuff. Shut it down. Because Chicago wasn't playing. At all. No, no, no. At all. They, they did. They yeah, they shut it down. Secu- yeah, they said they was going to cancel it for security reasons. But it seemed like the Chicago people were straight. I think they was talking about Trump and them. He's not he was so <laughs> bad in <at> Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's turn our attention to another hot topic happening right here locally in Knoxville, Tennessee. So the bill in front of the Senate to take all state funding from the University of Tennessee Office for Diversity and Inclusion passed unanimously in the Tennessee State Education Committee. Now, many UT students are protesting with the new movement, hashtag Diversity Matters, and I would like to think that if you are a student looking to succeed at a university that welcomes diversity, you would want to choose one that allocates some type of funding or attention or priority toward welcoming diverse students, but not so much at the University of Tennessee. And to top it off, it is suggested that the funding be transferred, now get this, into agricultural extension service and rural outreach programs. So shortly before the vote, the university president mentioned incidents of racism that he felt illustrated the need for investments in diversity programming. 
He said that someone had thrown bananas at a group of black prospective students. And in another incident, someone threw cotton balls on the lawn of the Black Cultural Center. So I predict that this is going to continue to be a hot topic for some time. Well, as a UT alum, I'm a little perturbed by uh, the current state of affairs, particularly with this bill. And if UT is going to be the flagship university of the state of Tennessee, it has to be a welcoming uh, educational institution for students of all races, all creeds, all colors, et cetera. And uh, for many students here in the western part of the state, here in Memphis, uh, I know that many of our students are drawn by the fact that there are minority scholarships that are given, that, you know, there is such or at least there has been uh, such an emphasis on increasing the numbers of African-American students and students from even other countries and other races to where the university is, in fact, diverse. So, you know, by not having money allocated for uh, the Office of Diversity, uh, you're missing out on a large variety of students who are going to go elsewhere. And as far as the money being reallocated to agricultural extension, well, um, I've got a couple of friends who are ag alums, so, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it speaks to where at least that group um, has their priorities and right. obviously what they feel should be put on the back burner. So I guess we'll leave that right there and continue to follow the story and see what happens with this. So our next story is pretty sad. Um, it's about a teacher in Greene County, Georgia, who was recorded calling student Shania Hunter, who actually has an eye condition that has kept her out of class at times, and it's kind of been a barrier for her. But he called her the dumbest girl he ever met. And let me tell you what he actually said, and I quote, I've been around for 37 years, and clearly, you are the dumbest girl that I have ever met. The teacher allegedly said, you know what your purpose is going to be, to have sex and have children, because you ain't going to never be smart. Now, the girl was hurt, you know, understandably, and her family was furious. So you can actually hear the recording and find out more about the story on today's link on www.talkingwith2.com. But as an educator, I know sometimes, you know, we may think things. But surely our intelligence and our filters prevent us from saying everything we think out loud. And I think that to really say this to a student who um, has, particularly who has a condition, he was really not sensitive to her at all, and her family has a right to be furious. I know what, it couldn't have been Tyler Baker. Right, or none, none of mine. I don't care if he was in college uh second year uh grad student uh I go back at thirty. you know I'm a child the dumbest kid you've ever encountered right, and I think, but to really put the nail in the coffin was that he couldn't just leave it there and to follow it up by her purpose just to be half six and half children that's never an appropriate statement ever never. never and you know, and as an educator myself, you know, I'm thinking. How dare he say such things to a child in a classroom, clearly in an area, in an era rather, 
where students have access to recording devices that perhaps we did not have access to, you know, cell phones. Uh, the story that I read said that she was trying to catch up on the work that she missed, and she managed to record his remarks on an iPad. Okay, so here again, you have a student who's trying to be successful despite her condition, and you have this teacher who has torn her down in a matter of seconds based on the condition that she has and the fact that, you know, she may not be up to speed with the rest of the class because she's been out for so many days. Right, you know what he reminds me of? I'm thinking he might be a Trump supporter. You know? He might be. Right. You know, and I would expect expect that adults use some filter, some discretion when speaking to minors, especially, you know, when you're a teacher, you're a role model, and teachers have a lot of influence um, on students. And you hear a lot where an adult will say that they're successful because of that one teacher that believed in them or that one teacher that made a difference. There's a lot of power in the tongue of a teacher. And I don't think that we should take that for granted, and we need to use it in a more positive way and certainly not in the way that he did. So hopefully this will be a lesson to any of those other educators that have not yet been caught to tame their tongue and to be more positive and filtered when it comes to speaking to and in front of children. Right, and I'm thinking in, in terms of the fact that he might need to start thinking about retirement because, you know, this does not bode well for him because clearly at 37 years, you know, yes, he's seen some things and it might be time for him to go to the house. Oh, as he would say in his own words, clearly. 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 (laughs) Well, that's it for this video. As usual, I can't wait to talk to the two of you next week and hear what you have to say. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. A portion of today's edition of Talking with T is brought to you by Reggie Jenkins and True Detergent. Not too long ago, Reggie introduced me to True Detergent. He calls me up and says that he's distributing detergent from a black-owned company out of Atlanta, and would I be interested in trying it? You know, I thought, why not? Hey, it's almost laundry time. So Reggie delivered my bottle, and I used it shortly after. I don't often personally endorse products, but this one deserves my praise. It did everything I was promised. The concentrated formula left my laundry clean with a fresh but not too overwhelming scent. It's safe on clothes, while being non-allergenic, so safe on the skin also. It is a concentrated formula, so it's economically feasible, and I realize that I'm saving a good bit of money in compared to the brands I normally use. I'm posting contact information as to how you can get your bottle of True Detergent on my webpage and social media outlets. Remember to try True Detergent. It's really worth the money, worth the value, and I'm sure you'll like it. This product is personally endorsed by T. Well, once again, we've come to an end. But stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. Look out for Talking With T Live coming soon so that you can engage with the show and join in the discussions. In the meantime... I would love to hear from you on Facebook and Twitter. I'm asking all listeners to help spread the word about the show. You can now download Talking With T on iTunes or TuneIn Radio. You can also subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news. 
Don't forget to nominate a hometown hero or top team. And we welcome suggestions for topics on more of what you would like to hear on Talking With T. If you are an artist and want your music featured on Talking With T, please contact us for a chance to get your talent noticed. If you have a story to tell, hit me up for an opportunity to be heard as we continue to share real people with real stories. If you're interested in advertising on the show, sponsoring a segment, or having promotions posted on our social media outlets and webpage, please let me know. Contact information is on the website. If you are in the Knoxville, Tennessee listing area, visit www.thevillageofknox.com for the community calendar, updates, and positive stories. On that note, I'll end with a quote. I really don't think life is about the I could have been. Life is only about the I tried to do. I don't mind the failure, but I can't imagine that I'd forgive myself if I didn't try. Nikki Giovanni. Remember where you heard the word, keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.